I'll tell you what, Rowie, you and I unfortunately had to stand this bloke. <laughs> it was very mm. difficult to stand him. He was an incredible player. And I'll tell you what, when I looked at his games played, I was just phenomenal, blown away. I mean, he started at West Perth, played 97 games there, went to the Bays, 253 games there, won flags in 85 and 86, was, as I said, an outstanding player. As state for WA, state for, for SA. One of the that's few rare. players that's done yeah. that. So I'm just going to get him on now, the Glenelg legend, Ross Gibbs. Welcome to the show, Gibbsy. And, mate, what's your memories of the 80s besides the Bay Disco and Lenny's? Gibbs. <laughs> yeah. G'day, Timmy G. G'day, Rowie. How are you going, boys? Yeah. Oh, you're legend. They Excellent, mate. The, they were definitely the, uh, that was a go the Bay Disco. That set it all up for us blokes, I tell you, in the <laughs> early 80s. So, uh, yeah, mate, I was, yeah, very lucky to be in a good, good little era with a footy club. And, uh, they got me over, my old coach, Graham Campbell, got me over from WA, who coached me in the late, 70s and early 80s at West Perth. So, ah. um, yeah, so I was fortunate to just turn up at the Bay. Didn't know anybody in South Australia and uh, turned up and turned up at the Bay discount. I thought, wow, I, I reckon I'll stay here for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask you how you got here. That makes sense because your first year was under Graham Campbell and then you got Graham Corns in, in 85. I was going to ask you, who's the better Graham? Oh, well, yeah, they're both <laughs> different, different kettle of fish, I tell you, both of them. But, um, yeah, no, that was, that was how it all happened. And, um, funny enough, in 82, I come over with, um, Johnny Wynn. Norwood, um, wow. entertained me for a weekend and I, I hummed it hard. And then, um, Graham Campbell got the flick and Dennis Committee took over at West Perth. So, and then, of course, I come back. I didn't thought, well, shit, shall I go to Norwood or, and then I thought, well, Dennis wind and dime me in the 82. So I thought I'd hang around for a while there and, Obviously, never heard from Norwood again, and then the base come looking at me at 84, so I thought, I'll give it a go and see what happens. And that's and I've, I've said to my mum, I still say to my mum nowadays, mum, I'll be home in two years, and I've been here 38 years. <laughs> <laughs> and we got 2-8, yeah. Well, I'm pretty wow. happy we got 2-8, but I would have loved to have got you too, Gibbsy. I, I, I said to Timmy in the break, my memories of you are, is I knew what boots you wore. They were Copa Bundy L's because they were always on my shoulders. And oh, I knew what number right. you were. You were number two because you were always 80 metres off me. And I thought, well, <laughs> I never got a kick on you, Gibbsy. And Timmy, did you say nah, exact same? I couldn't. I, I no could one. not. And you used Mate, to think you, had, you think you had a chance, but yeah, no, nah, nah. never. Mate, in those days, it was it was different to what it is today. Like, Timmy and you, Rowie, when you'd go on the ball for, you know, 15, 20 minutes, yeah. you'd come back to the the forward pocket, you'd be absolutely stuffed. So <laughs> I, would just, I would just play the rules and sort of take you up the ground. And, um, yeah, so that's, that's how it all worked. And it was pretty easy. It wasn't easy, but don't get me wrong, but when you blokes retired, you know, rested in the forward pocket, you basically bug it anyway. So that helped me as well. So that's how it all no, worked. You, you're humble, mate. I used to, I, I used to like, uh, uh, I heard you talk to me about George Riachi. Yeah. I was handed size myself as a midfielder and sentiment as well and a rover and but yeah that's weird how us back pocket blokes think and they chuck us in the back pocket and we we both oh george did a well as well and i did okay and uh, fair dinkum and we stayed there for a long time yeah, I you excelled. well yeah but you a bit of a ruck rover as well you did play a bit in the midfield now now you've got to help us out gibbs it is about yep. you but who else would you have in your back line there for the team of the 80s give us your nominations well, definitely, um, you know, 85, 86, 87, we had a great rivalry with North Adelaide, mm. obviously, um, you know, the three grand finals. And, you know, you, you can go through them all. You can, like, definitely John Riley. He was yeah. unobtrusive, very quiet. Absolutely. Did his job. And I heard a bloke talk about Stephen Riley. He was just a bit of a wild card, but <laughs> he could play as well. And he'd book me prisoners, I tell you. Um, 
And, you know, you go through, you're right, obviously Greg Phillips, like, mate, pre-game, Cornsy would always say, now what you've got to do is run him around and don't kick it in his area. Well, fair dinkum, a lot of us blokes, all, all our blokes, kept kicking at the bloody Greg Phillips. All, but we couldn't get past him. <laughs> we and obviously, same. like you said, Dave, Bruce Abernathy, he was pretty strong. Late mm-hmm. 80s when we played yeah. him in the grand finals in the 88 and the 90, we just couldn't get past and, uh, you know, little, obviously, buddy George Fiacci, he was a bit like me, cheeky little bugger. And, but he, he went over as well. Um, but, yeah, you, you know, I would say, yeah, definitely the half-back line, probably John Riley, um, uh, Greg Phillips and Bruce Abernathy. You know, we just, they were good players, very good players. Fair line, no doubt about that. Hey, uh, Kipsy, I was wondering, like, the, the, the little blokes that came back to you, like you were saying, me and Rowan and the like, who did you have trouble with, if anybody? Because it just seemed like every everybody that went down there, you would stand on their freaking heads taking screamers every week. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I, I cheated a bit. Uh, Timmy, you know that. I, I just <laughs> broke the rules a few bit. Corns used to hate it. You know, you can't run up the field, so I'd run up the field. And Mate, I got caught out a lot. Don't worry, I'd be on the wing. And my rover would be running into an open goal. And I'd look up to the box and the runner would come out, get him off, get him off. So, and then all of a sudden, what I tried to do, as you know, with the coaches, if a back pocket kicks a goal, the, 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 the rover would yes. cop a hammer. And so that's what yes. I tried to do a lot. And I got a few rovers out. Of, you know, I got lucky a few times. And um, you know, when the runner comes out to your rover and says, just follow him around, uh, just, and then you know you've got him. So I'd just sit out on the half-back flank or sit on the wing and, to yeah. sort of keep you blokes away from the goals, basically. That's what I tried to do a lot. <laughs> Did it too yeah, well. You know, we, like I said, I was in a great era, great mob of blokes at Glenelg. And, and as you said, the 80s footy, there were some pretty good players. Obviously, I had the, the main one would probably be Mark Naley. I, I always yeah. had trouble with him. He was just a smart dude. Even Daryl Hart was good. Timmy, he you went all right. Yeah, you no, went all right. I'll and, tell you. You know, no. I made the comment in the early, in the mid 80s. I said, this is one of the saddest things I ever said to a bloke when John Platten. I used to stand him. Mm. I said, if he'll go to Melbourne, he'll get chewed up and spat out. And but he'll, 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 he's too, he won't be much good over there. Well, what a career he had. He went around <laughs> over. He, he played in the gun team. And but we never had any trouble with centrals in those days. But he's wow. a recruiter, John Platt, and that won't happen. So, wow. I definitely got, I definitely got that one. Yeah. But yeah, de- probably de- definitely Mark Naley. Yeah. He, was, he was a ripper. Glad you weren't a recruiter, Gibson. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Well, yeah, I guess, I guess, you know, he goes from centrals and goes to, well, they were a pretty good team, Hawthorne, if you look at their team. You know, you get a pretty good player in a really gun team, well, things can happen, can't they? Hey, mate, uh, 85, 86, obviously very memorable years, but I'm trying to remember, was it 85 or 86 where it was towards the end of the game, you've got it in the bag, and you did a drop kick, to my memory. Yeah, correct. Look, I was a bit different in the change rooms pre-game. You know, you know it's like Timmy and Rowie likes to do all these sorts of weird stuff pre-game, <laughs> getting prepared. Mate, I was always a joke of mucking around. I hated warming up. I hated stretching. I hated doing all that <laughs> stuff. And I made the comment to um, uh, Chris Doofy. I said, mate, you know, when we're 10 up, this is before just for wow. about to run out for the 85 grand. I said, mate, when we're 10 up, I'm going to do a drop in. Straight up, Gibbsy, don't get your mind on it. Mate, I'm all good. But when we and Trevor Jake's our actual uh, runner, he actually heard it. So he's come over and he he grabbed me and said, Jesus, keep it. What are you talking about? Just take it easy. If Cornsy hears you talking like that, you'll be bloody shot. And I go, Yeah, no worries. Whatever, mate. Whatever. Anyway, well, 28 or 27 minute mark, Trevor Jake's actually come out on the field and said, Mate, 
with Tanner. Remember what you said? Oh, <laughs> And then coincidentally, the ball come down, they kicked the point, and Peter Carey went, if you, I remember it distinctly, he grabbed the ball, he was in the back pocket. He said, Gibbsy, get lost, I'm going to take the kick. I said, no, mate, you get lost, I'm going to kick out, I'm going to do a dropping. And, and I just, luckily I had the ball and he walked off. Just, and so I did a dropping. Peter Maynard, you know, on the half-back flank on the chest. So, and, yeah, Trevor Jakes called it. And uh, he said, let's see it. And I did it. That's how it was. That's exactly how it happened. That's oh, incredible. That's well, mate, you're, you're leading the back pockets well, at the moment. So I reckon you're a big chance to get in this 80s team, mate. <laughs> Congratulations no, on your good, on your mate, career, mate. mate. It was absolutely no. brilliant. And as Rowie mentioned earlier off air, we were talking, mate, you've raised three cracking kids too, mate. We've had the pleasure of yeah. dealing oh, yeah, with all of them. Yeah, so well yeah, done, mate. There's a couple of grandkids coming through as well, mate, so just stay oh, tuned. Beautiful. Be proud just of that. Fantastic, no, mate. Yeah. Ross Gibbs, our guest, uh, unbelievable. What great days they were in the 80s. And, and he was and a great character and of the and 80s. That's, that's exactly right. Ross Gibbs, our guest.